Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. The Late Night Poems is brought to you by the Jonathan Van Bell Foundation. Hello, you're tuned into episode 18 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S because it'll cure what ails you. I'm Mickey Collins and my co-host Bobby Eversman is ailing from a mysterious disease. Did you forget to take your poems today, Bobby? Everything's turning blue, Mickey. It's not good. You should probably see a doctor. On every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to write along with us. That's right. Each week, we turn the clock back 78 years and board the Portland spirit on this, its maiden voyage. <laughs> that fresh Willamette air. Look, Bobby, there's the Broadway Bridge drawing back high above the river. And there, the steel bridge lifting straight into the air like a puppet on strings. And there's the Morrison Bridge, Mickey. Uh, no, that's not built yet. Oh, right. <clears throat> Every episode, we have a new theme and play three games derived from that theme. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Tonight's theme is Murder on the Portland Spirit. Apologies to Miss Agatha Christie. But we can't get started without our fellow travelers on this journey. Who do we have joining us tonight? This week we have three other poemists joining us, but my favorite poemist happens to be someone with binoculars in his pocket at all times, boarding right now on the Portland Spirit. Please welcome Ryan Sprinkle. What are you drinking tonight, Ryan? Hello, good evening. Good to be here. Fresh air. Uh, tonight I'm drinking pulque. It's fermented aloe juice, agave juice, fermented agave juice. Okay. Sounds very healthy. Is there anything they won't ferment? <laughs> uh, if, if you ferment it, I'll drink it. Uh, well, <laughs> our next Pobus boarding is known for wearing mink coats and green dresses. But not real green dresses, that'd be cruel. It's Hannah Collins. What are you drinking tonight, Hannah? Um, I am not drinking anything special. I'm just drinking a seltzer, pomegranate flavored. The fanciest of As waters. If. Oh, it is the fanciest of waters. That's only that's what rich people drink. They call it the champagne of water. <laughs> champagne of the Willamette. Willamette. I can sure go for the champagne of beers right about now. Our next mm. guest is an unemployed hole in the fabric of space into which a variety of substances sounds and feelings are dropped. Inside the hole, these substances are transformed and by a mysterious process, regurgitated in a new form. Please welcome Piers Rippey. Piers, what are you drinking? Thank you for having me. I am drinking a Rainier Tallboy, a classic American beverage. (laughs) I have a question for Ryan. What is the ABV of the aloe beverage? Or is there- Uh, Sorry, it was agave. I got that wrong earlier. But it is 5%. Alcohol by volume and strawberry flavored fresa. It sounds really mm-hmm. delicious, refreshing. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I had it first in Mexico, and then I found it at the tienda in St. John's and picked up a six pack. Yeah. Ooh. 
who is our other special guest? Oh, yes. Uh, our very special guest, Mr. Vic Bowdy. But where has he gone? Excuse us for just a moment, everybody. Hmm. Mr. Bowdy! Mr. Bowdy! Where could he be, Mickey? Uh, maybe he's just out getting some fresh air. Ah, you were right. He's taking a breather by the stern of the ship. Mr. Bowdy! He's a bit hard of hearing. We must go and get him. Mr. Bowdy! <laughs> There's a big crowd downstairs in the ballroom of the ship. We've got to bring you to them. You're our special guest. Naturally, naturally, Mickey, naturally, Mickey. Mr. Bowdy! Mr. Bowdy! Why, why didn't we listen when he asked for a life jacket? No use. Mr. Bowdy is... He's... Peloponists, bards, navigators, the body of Bowdy once was a party, and this party, like all great bodies, has come to... Uh, I'll, I'll take it from here. Everyone, Mr. Victoria D. Bowdy is dead. <gasps> the killer must still be on this ship. That's right. One of you must be the killer. So nobody gets off this ship until I've apprehended and brought the killer to justice. How was Bowdy killed? Surely it wasn't that loud bang. That's an excellent question, Ryan. <laughs> All right, everyone. Nothing says murder on a pleasure cruise with a boat full of strangers like a drinking game slash icebreaker. So this little warm-up game is called Never would I ever. Yes. We'll each detail as clearly as possible the impossibility of our ever shooting, stabbing, or drowning anyone, let alone our cherished bounty. The first poemist starts with a never would I ever murder statement, and the others may protest the validity of this statement if they so wish. But remember, this is a family murder podcast. If, upon hearing another poem's statement, your eyes fill up with guilt, it's then your turn. Like never have I ever, the winner of never would I ever becomes all the more popular with the police. Mickey? Yes, let's see. Uh, never would I ever have strangled someone with a girodi. Is that what it's called? Girodi? Girodi. That's grody. What on earth is a girodi? <laughs> I protest. <laughs> Isn't that the uh, the string that you like come behind somebody and like oh. garrote? Is that right? Wow. It's yeah. Garrot. A garrot. Yeah, it's a garrot. Isn't it? Well, I'm pretty, pretty sure Pierce is right. Garrote is more fun. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't kill me with a garrote? You know. I've I think that's how the. Uh, out, so. I think that's how uh, the killer. Whoever killed John Benet Ramsey, I think that's how they killed her. Oh, yeah, you seem to know a lot about killing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just stating, I'm just stating a fact here. Very suspicious. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, meet your Garoti. I'm calling it a Garoti too, and say never would I ever um, lure someone into the second floor of my house and uh, give them you know, some sort of muscle relaxant so that they can't uh, get off the floor and then tie their legs to the ground and then use the garoti to get one 
foot off and then use a bunch of little pins put into their face, you know, and eventually put one in the eye. Never would I ever, you know, going deeper, 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 deeper with the little needles. Um, I think we need to stop being friends with Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't want to be enemies with Bobby is the real lesson there. If anybody dies like that um, in the next, you know, <laughs> couple years, I think we'll know who did who did it. Uh huh. Nobody, nobody reads Ryu Murakami anymore. Anyway, Hannah, you sounded really guilty there, so I think it's your turn. <laughs> um. Okay. Remind me. Or we're just doing Never Have I Ever, but like, just coming up with a scenario is that kind of the idea? Yeah. Like never would I. Ever. Of course, never have I ever done. Anyway, never would I ever. Okay, yeah, never would I ever. um, God. (laughs) Um, We're getting into the mind. Oh, excuse me? (laughs) Trying to describe uh, how I would never uh, chop somebody up and bury them in our backyard, um, (laughs) in our very tiny backyard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I was just outside your house today. Someone was fishing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not there now. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> I would certainly never sink so low as to seduce Bowdy into hanging out with me on the starlit deck of our yacht and perhaps standing on the bow of the yacht. Me behind them, clasped at the waist, and then just one fatal thrust of the pelvis and setting them tumbling into the churning dark waters below the boat. I would never, I would definitely never do anything like that. You deep out, Bounty? Sternly not. No, I wouldn't. I'm saying I would never Did do that. Did you say sternly not? Sternly. Neither the bow nor the stern, port nor starboard would see such a <laughs> heinous act. Port Bowdy. <laughs> That's pretty suspicious, Pierce. Pretty suspicious. I think Ryan, Ryan. could suspicious that, though. <laughs> well, never would I ever slowly munch on past apps as I observed that whole scene play out on the bow. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, right at the moment of the, the situation, I... I choked on an app and fell down. <laughs> Wait, so is Ryan the dead one? Or... Ryan's the loud bang. Ryan's the loud bang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I understood this game all the way. I might have messed this up. So. <laughs> no, you've done it perfectly. Perfectly. So there was going to be a sixth guest on the show, but they were they were murdered. And we're, they were murdered, unfortunately. None of us were the or we're all trying to claim innocence. Yes, but one of yeah. us is the murderer. Oh, am I, I? I never would, never would I ever kill on an empty stomach. <laughs> it just served hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, we had a huge banquet. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think we've all we've all never nevered. All right, forever. Never. Ever. <laughs> we've ever nevered. It doesn't look good, Bobby. No, the ganache on this looks just dreadful. I mean, the murder case. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) I've gathered you all here on the poop deck to try and help shed some light on this mystery. Here's Hannah, Ryan. I need to know what you know. 
Have you ever seen or heard anything suspicious? I think what Inspector Collins means is each palmist must assign the palmist above them alphabetically one phrase with a suspicious action taking place in a specific location on this boat. For instance, just to give you an example, not that I have done this, I saw Mickey in the engine room eating an eclair. I'm innocent. It was an innocent sighting. <laughs> is, is that suspicious? Well, very well then. Everyone, please, whisper it in my ear. What did you observe? All right, I'm ready to make some arrests right now. Wait, shouldn't we allow these passengers to deny some of these claims? All right, you're right. You'll be able to respond to what you're accused of in an eight-line poem that not only denies and gives your alibi, but also accuses your accuser of something even worse. And it'll rhyme as A-A-B-B-A-A-C-C. And you'll be awarded bonus points if your accusation actually matches with what their alibi is. So if you accuse me of being in the engine room with an eclair, and that's where and what I was doing, you'd get more points. Oh, listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to ride along with us. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. So pause now and give yourself five minutes at home or more if you need. I don't know because I'm currently outside of Mickey and Hannah's house. If you are riding along tonight, you can email us your poems to poems, P-O-M-E-S, at deepoverstock.com or send them to any of our social media at Late Night Poems. And we might read them on a future episode. That said... We'll be right back after this. Okay, poemists, ready? Drink, poem. It's time to fess up. We'll be going alphabetically. Bobby, Hannah claims she saw you sniffing the sea breeze while smoking a cigar on the poop deck playing with a butterfly knife. Well, granted that some of that is true. I do have an alibi. This salty breeze is no match for my cigar, just like that body under Hannah's car. A butterfly? What a gentle creature for tickling your nose. I could have sworn Hannah's bloody rags were full of toes. I would never hide a body so very far, not like someone, someone at the bar. I, I a halo on my head. Hannah, Hannah's clothes are stained with red. <laughs> That's my accusation. Mm. Hannah, Mickey saw you putting a bloody rag into the washing machine. Mm. Well, Mickey is full of lies, I say. Claims I put a blood-stained rag away. Washing machine room. Where are you? I was talking with the crew. Ask any of them, okay? They'll tell you where I was that day. I remember seeing Mickey with an axe. Be careful not to turn your backs. Mm. <laughs> that was good, Hannah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was excellent. I told you I like rhyming poems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do want the rhyming poems. Mickey... Piers claims he saw you skulking on the bridge wearing leg warmers. Mm. 
Skulking on the bridge, but I was in the fridge. And leg warmers <laughs> are so 80s. Pirates are in vogue now, my mateys. Piers, I saw you on the ridge. You were bumping Bowdy's midge. Let's make him walk the plank before he bumps into your flank. Bowdy had a wife named Midge. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh. Well, Bowdy's widow. Poor Midge. Yeah. Midgey. Well, Piers, Ryan claims he saw you spiking the punch. I would never spike the punch. As for who did, I've got a hunch. Yesterday morning, I bumped into Ryan. He was looking guilty and bearded, a.k.a. lion. (laughs) He was absent from our midday lunch. I went looking in the engine room, and I heard a crunch. I looked all around, but I didn't see him. It's not damning evidence, but I've got a good feeling. (laughs) Uh, Just to point out. Pierce did say he was bumping. <laughs> he bumped into Ryan, just like I said he was bumping, so, you know. <laughs> Why is Pierce bumping everybody? <laughs> bumping everybody off. He's bumping around this boat like a <laughs> pinball. <laughs> Murderous pinball. I just got it bumping everybody off. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, hey, Ryan. Bobby saw you wearing a fake beard early this morning, preparing a very mysterious envelope. I cannot believe you would accuse me of licking an envelope mysteriously. For stamps are not something I can use a lot of. I have a condition that permits me from making saliva. (laughs) And as for the beard, I cannot agree. I'm tonight's entertainment. The beard's made of bees. (laughs) Bobby's the one that you should fear. He's cutting the wings off of butterflies, I hear. Oh. That Those last two lines were worth the wait. <laughs> and the less butterfly cruelty. <laughs> so and my favorite was the bee of beards. That was incredible. I'm tonight's entertainment. All right. Now that we've heard everyone's pleas of innocence, we'll award some points. Tonight's points will be hard evidence against the poet, which they believe proves the poet has committed the murder. These might be things, oh, these must be things, which can easily be found on this boat. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I want to award Piers the, the line about the lion was great. You said, wearing a fake beard, I immediately imagined Ryan looking like a lion. So he was a lying lion. Ryan, a lying lion. So I love that. So, Piers, I want to give you uh, something murderous, something nice that you can use on the boat that you could also use later. Um, so I'm going to give you a, um, a big bell, but on a rope, so you can swing it around and just, whoosh, you know, but you can also ding it. Just for fun or for lunch. Um, I'll I'll go next. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna give Ryan um a sugar bowl. Um, <laughs> nobody knows what's in the sugar bowl, um, except for me. Uh, and because I really liked the buildup of his poem, it was very suspenseful. It's gonna attract the bees to the sugar. <laughs> yes. I didn't say there was sugar in the sugar bowl. Did I? <laughs> the bees think it's sugar. Uh, Hannah, I want to give you some points, even though you accused me 
Uh, <laughs> I really like the axe and backs rhyme that you had. Hell yeah. Really appreciate it. That's, that's why I was asking if we knew how Mr. Body was killed. Mm-hmm. Or oh, yeah. So it was a, it was a, a shot of sorts, we think. But that could have been anything. We think. It could be anything. Uh, anyway, I want to give you this uh, this fire axe that I found on the boat. You know, like the breaking case emergency I, axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like when Rose was like axing Jack's handcuffs in the Titanic. <laughs> exactly. So well, I think what you want to do is just kind of grab all over this axe, get your fingerprints on it as much as you can. Mm, just covered okay. in your fingerprints. I'm going to uh, slip on some rubber gloves because, <laughs> you know, it's COVID time. So, you know, we sh- honestly, we sh- probably shouldn't even be on a boat altogether right now. <laughs> no, we're in the maiden voyage. This is back in the 1947. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. Pre, pre, pre. I remember those days. 1947. <laughs> oh, I will take that axe um, with just two fingers and, and put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Not giving you anything else ever again. Uh, next would be Piers, if you've got points to... I would like to award Bobby a, a point um, for their deft uh, outmaneuvering of the accusations. And uh, to hold your, your point... You just have a, a typical nautical bucket. It has many purposes on board a ship. You can bail out the bilge, pee in it, catch rainwater, uh, fish. I love it. You're welcome. I love it. I have a project for it. Thank you, Pierce. <laughs> Did I do that right? I don't understand yes. this, this game. Exactly right. <laughs> love my bucket. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I think that's me. I'm going to give to Mickey uh, this anchor um, because I really enjoyed your anachronistic, this future time of the 80s. I can't wait to find out more about it in 40 years. 1880s. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the 1880s. years ago. (laughs) These leg warmers are so 60 years ago. (laughs) Uh, All right, cool. Awesome. That is... And one. Cool. I can't believe we're on a ship full of such suspicious persons. And I, for one, can't get enough of these free, not at all suspicious cocktails from these mysterious waiters. Enjoy so. I'd like to make a toast to catching the criminal and to honor the death of Mr. Mr. Bowdy. Yes, Mr. Bowdy. Here, here. We will not forget you, Mr. Biddy. Bowdy. You are in our hearts forever. Cheers to Mr. Birdie. Bowdy. <gasps> Mrs. Babcock, Uh-oh. are you all right? Yes, dear, I'm just, it's the ganache in the wrong pipe, you know. <gasps> oh no, Mrs. Babcock. She doesn't look so good. <laughs> Mrs. Babcock, Mrs. Babcock. She's dead. Poisoned. We better catch this murderer fast before there's nobody left. Murderer? Or murderers? Gasp! In order to speed up this investigation, we'll need everyone to split up and find clues. But since you are amateurs, unlike me, an excellent investigator, you're only able to find half of the clue. Nikki and I will supply the other half of the clue. And then, with these two parts of the clue, we'll each write a dodetsu. 
Dodoetsu, I gave myself the hard word that time, uh, is a Japanese form in four lines where the first three lines have seven syllables and the last line has five syllables. In your Dodoetsu, you'll want to tell us how your clue points to someone different than your suspect from round one. That's anybody of your choosing. If you're riding along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Stay tuned for our halftime show. Okay, ready? Drink. Tonight's halftime show, Mickey and I have our hackles up. Piers was seeming fairly suspicious, hanging around the stern. Ryan, bumping into everyone, he meets Hannah. We all know it couldn't have been me. I've been here being as innocent as possible, which is perfectly innocent in my case. Mickey, where were you? Why were you in the engine room eating an eclair? Oh, is eating an eclair all of a sudden suspicious? I need to keep my blood sugar up if I'm going to solve this case. Speaking of, I'm going to go get a nice bowl of ice cream. All right, be right back. And we're back. All right, for round two reading, we'll... Or we can read a reverse alphabetical. Yeah. Or we can read alphabetically. Okay. All right. So we'll start with Ryan. I should just read. Is there like? Oh yeah, no, no intro this time. Oh okay, I was waiting. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, give me one because now it's all weird. <laughs> okay. For our round two reading order, we'll read reverse alphabetically. So Ryan, tell us what two parts of clues you found and how you put them together. Yeah. A hair taped to the ceiling, calling card of the killer. I have no hair, only bees. Mickey's beard is hair. <laughs> that was excellent. No Mickey's hair. beard is hair. <laughs> Mickey's beard is hair. <laughs> uh, Dude, I can just imagine like a beard. Do you deny it? Do you deny it, sir? <laughs> I do not deny. <laughs> yeah, his beard uh, hair dude. is everywhere. It'd be very easy to, to pin this on him. <laughs> I'm saying that because I'm picking off beard hair myself right now. <laughs> Pinning the beard on the Mickey. Uh, all right, Piers. Meet our newest passenger. Boarded a mere two days past with crates of labeled artifacts. Professor Broadbent. Am I like you... Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, you should probably yeah. tell us what your uh, what your clue was because I don't think uh, we mentioned. Oh, it sorry. Yes. Day. Wait. Well, we found this tablet. <laughs> this pulsing purple tablet with a ancient cuneiform on one side and a archaeological label on the other side and the English name Professor Bod Broadbent University of St. Louis Missouri <laughs> I was in an old St. Louis has never been to Missouri ever <laughs> okay but that kind of makes me sound cool though I'm not gonna lie it's true <laughs> it's pretty cool all right I'll, I'll tell you what I found here I found a high heel shoe print. It's a size 11. Men's. Mm. The footprints lead to just one. Who else but Bobby? 
You accuse me? <laughs> you said you were say, wearing the high heel shoes, so. Howdy. Howdy, <laughs> <laughs> howdy. I have to reach these ceilings to put hair follicles on them somehow. <laughs> well, I gave away too much. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki? Uh, all right. Hannah? Hello? That's me. Okay. Um, I found some rat poison. Um, expired discounted rat poison. Um, it's probably still good. This Babcock fell over flat after drinking her tea. Piers came out the kitchen quick. Could it be poison? Oh. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Poor Mrs. Babcock. I know, she didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. Now, Mr. Body, on the other hand. It would be an honest Body. mistake, though. Ships are full of vermin, <laughs> and, and there's not much space, so it's not to store the poison alongside the human food, you know? It's a very That's cramped. True. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect shelf, you know? It's just yay. Yeah. Box <laughs> yeah. slides right into it. Uh, okay, so I found a blood-stained monocle that was uh, just for looks. It was not prescription. Okay, so here's my poem. Non-prescription monocle. Babcock looked phenomenal. How I wonder what happened. Hannah, poise, or napkin. <laughs> wait, 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 two people did me? What the fuck? <laughs> Ever more suspicious. I mean, did you meet your syllable requirements by just <laughs> gasping <laughs> through the? <laughs> Bobby's a cheater. No, 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 no. Cheating, it's both. Han, Han, poise her napka. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, let's that? give out some points now. In honor of Mrs. Babcock. So, Ryan, you'll be giving up points first. To whom are you giving your hard evidence to? Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Bobby, uh, (laughs) I really enjoyed the delivery of that poem and the... the creative use of syllables to uh and so uh you get this you know uh serrated blade from the galley the kitchen galley <laughs> oh. always wanted one i love it Ryan. i was watching a horror movie you know and everything's going okay everything's fine with these two people everything starts to go horribly wrong and then the, the one of the companions is like it's okay we're just gonna have to you know what we're gonna have to do and then she has just like a tiny purse, but then she pulls out this huge meat cleaver. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is taking a turn. <laughs> Maybe I'll run into the similar situation with my serrated Yeah. Mother. Now you're now you're ready. You're prepared. I'm ready. <laughs> ready. That can be you. That could be me. Or you can use it to cut bread. It also cuts bread because it's serrated. <laughs> That's true. Loaves and loaves and fishes. Swimming with the fishes. Piers, I think you're next to... Oh, sure. Backwards order. Mm. Uh, Hannah, just because you had to deal with being accused twice for pretty different crimes, uh, I award you a rapid inflation lifeboat. It detects water and it explodes into a um, floating 30-day capsule. That's dope. That's That's like some some 21st century shit right there. It's very advanced. Yeah, it's the only part of this. (laughs) Yeah. 
21st, 23rd century. <laughs> what a great getaway boat, too. Oh, oh what? Mm-hmm. Could come in handy. Mm. Did you say handy? First it was toes, now it's hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I cutting people's toes off? What the fuck? <laughs> don't ask us. I don't know. <laughs> don't <ask> <laughs> <laughs> You're you should have asked yourself a long time ago. Not to mention their <laughs> follicles. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. So I cut off toes, I cut off fingers, and no I hair. also pluck out hair. <laughs> What's that sound? You should find that sound. I cut her legs off. Her oh, the fucking TikTok. <laughs> her arms were cut off. Her legs were cut off. Her eyebrows were waxed. Her fingers <laughs> were cut off. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. It, this is a sound on TikTok people keep using. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, Ryan, I want to give you some points. Even though you accuse me, I, you know, that's fine. I can get over that. Um, <laughs> what I want to give you is, uh, I, I guess, uh, maybe just like some honey. I think there's going to be honey on the ship, you know. <laughs> With his sugar. Yeah, I can put that in, in the bowl. Well, the, yeah, the bees will love it, I'm sure. The, yeah, the I think the bees would love it. And you can just use it to, uh, you know, put it on people that you don't like, because then the bees would go after them. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. They're stealing the honey. Mm-hmm. Just trick bowl and honey. Honey stealing bees. Honey stealing bees. Hannah? Um, I'm going to give Piers um, a rat trap, because... Apparently the poison isn't working that well for the rats, so <laughs> maybe a rat <laughs> trap will gone. do better. All <laughs> well, the poison's gone. Um, <laughs> because Pierce's poem made me sound super cool, like Indiana Jones. Uh, so <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh my god. Uh side note about Indiana Jones, Mickey and I uh had to take a certain cat a certain cat to the vet. Um and I overheard one of the secretary people uh, talk on the phone to somebody and say, Indiana Bones is ready for pickup. Sick. I'm like, fuck. Okay. That was pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I got to get some points. I want to keep thinking about this Indiana Bones. But Ryan, I love the, the sudden shot, the all around great poem, but the sudden shock of I'm the entertainment of Beard of bees, and then accusing Mickey just because his beard is made of I thought that was I thought that was outstanding, and I want to give you um, for the bees and for everyone's enjoyment because we're having this nice bone voyage. Uh, I'm going to give you a lay that you can handle uh, hand out to everyone, um, but it does make you feel a little woozy. So just. <laughs> Heads up, you know, heads up. This is all coming together perfectly. It's all coming together. Buzz, yeah. buzz. I put the lay around Jesus. someone's neck. I dab them with the honey. The bees catch the scent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. You can even spread a little honey on the ground so if they try to run. They're stuck. They're stuck. They can't, they can't get away from the bees. Sick of bees. <laughs> oh, did we lose them? I needed some air. I had just had to get outside and away from everyone, at least for now. Away from their beady little eyes, always watching, always plotting. First, Mr. Bowdy. Then Mrs. Corncop. Babcock. Excuse me? Uh, never mind. I've alerted the Coast Guard. You have? That's them over there, coming under the steel bridge. 
the board and take the killer away. So you're certain who it is? Of course. It's as clear as day. Don't you see it? The killer is obviously Ryan Spring. <laughs> what on earth was that? What was that? You know all too well what it was. Come on. <gasps> We're too late. Ryan's. Ryan's. Dead. <gasps> oh, sweet prince. But look at the blood smeared on the mirror. It appears that Ryan has written a poem in his own blood to give us a clue about who killed him. Ryan's death won't be in vain. This blood poem, which we will hear in just a moment, is one more fundamental dripping piece of this bloody jigsaw. Piers, Hannah, one of you must be the murderer. I was the murderer last week, so we all know it can't be me. <laughs> Therefore, it must be no one other than Hannah. Not so fast. I was wrong before. I won't be wrong anymore. Before the Coast Guard gets here and arrests one, or maybe even both of you, I will need everyone's help. One of us is already dead. One of us, maybe two, is a rat. We need to put our heads together and expose this rat. To do this, we will each write a nine-line free verse poem made of three three-line stanzas. Each stanza will reconstruct the murder. Stanza one, about the murder of Bidley. Bodley. Yes. Bo Stanza Bo two, Bo Bo Bowdy. Booty. Stanza two, uh... Babcock. Yes. Stanza three, about Ryan. Now, in each stanza, you must use a word which rhymes with your primary suspect at least once. For example, if you believe, like any reasonable person, that it's Hannah, you might use... <laughs> banana somewhere in stanza one, or a canna in somewhere in stanza two, or Montana in stanza three. Ryan, you'll of course be writing in blood. <laughs> and if you're writing <laughs> along at home, <laughs> if you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll get ourselves just five minutes in the studio before the Coast Guard arrives. All right, ready, drink, boom. back this time we'll read an old closest to r or ryan since the murderer just took him away ryan you start then in proximity i was yes. closest to him mickey you are a foot or two away from there next was piers and then hannah so ryan read us from beyond the grave what does the blood on the mirror say <laughs> I rise to read this poem. <laughs> uh, Bowdy brutally blown away. Spirit sees spirit on opening day. Tricky detectives suspect foul play. Dowager dies, follicle found. Picky detectives just looking around. Sprinkle stabbed six times in spleen to stop him from saying what he's seen. Flicky detective flees the scene. Mm. They sound like um, just like a bunch of headlines. <laughs> like on like a giant <laughs> newspaper like they had back then. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Wait, who, what's Babcock's pronouns? Oh, uh, Mrs. Babcock. This is Mrs. Babcock, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Mr. Bounty, Mrs. Babcock. And now I return to hell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, rise Ryan back up just to kill him again. <laughs> Wait, do we, Ryan doesn't die in the next one. Oh, Dan's dead. Have we killed Ryan one. before, though? I feel like. I feel like Ryan spoke to us from beyond the grave before. <laughs> oh, so next. Okay, next is me. Okay. Broadbent barely booked boating before betting body bowdy's bluish banknotes, burning brightly by blue biggie, but banging, bumping, bowdy, begging, bellowing, buffeting, boom, brackish, bottomless blackness. Bastards. Sorry, ticky talk, ticky talk. The killer's turning back the clock to make us think another Collins did it. But come on, come on, admit it. Babcock bit the bullet, drinking poison to her gullet. And how could you, vicious villain, sicky, tricky, sticky villain, slay our Ryan? Crying, dying, you pursued him, then you bruised him. Baited, bloodied, booted, blessed Ryan. Blushing and be bearded. All right. Uh, all right. I'll read mine now. Standing at the edge of the boat, trying to recreate Titanic scene, but he was a bad planner. A drink of tea went down the wrong throat. Upon some poison, she choked. She couldn't swallow her fears. Found bloody in the bath due to someone else's wrath. The bees. They did the math. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Uh, mm-hmm. What we say next up was uh, Piers was next physically closest hey. to the body. We need like a, a um, D&D sort of grid map to cut this all out. Our nightmare began with the death of Bowdy. His rowdy body probably deboated. A messy confusion of tricky clues left behind. Next, we lost Babcock. Her bloated neck full of hickeys from her heartbroken lover. A ratty ending for this roosterish lassie. Finally, Ryan, our sickly late captain, stabbed by a backstabbing lackey in Dickies. Oh, Ryan, I'd kiss you if your lips weren't so bloody. Oh. oh, that's so sad. That was a sad one. All right, Hannah. Okay. Late at night in the cold sea breeze, a loud shot was heard shaking my knees. Mr. Bowdy was found alone with ease. Miss Babcock was next, drinking her tea. Rat poison was found, could be the key. No one will know as we sail this sea. My dear friend Ryan stabbed many times. Bees on his face, head full of rhymes. Has anyone a clue who did these crimes? Oh, that was excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Was... Mickey? I think I'd like to make an accusation. Well, don't you think we should take one last look at all the evidence? No, no. I've got a hunch. And I ain't talking bells. I say we take a vote now and throw the murderer overboard. Make them swim with the fishes like they did poor Ryan and Boopy. All in favor? Aye, aye. Aye, aye. aye.
You know what? Hi. And Ryan's good. I think. I think. Now, hold on. Was hold on. I think what it was I? Mickey. I just, just said the right now. Just the right now. I got that from your pro. Kind of How many years we've worked together? <laughs> Come on. I want to be the big man this time. <laughs> well, I think we have multiple murderers on our hands. I can't just go with mm-hmm. just one. I just know it's not me. So multiple murderers. Multiple murders. Did not hit my poem. Do you oh, think Ryan good. was an accomplice, and then things went sour? <laughs> no. I think Pierce might have been. I'm changing. I'm changing my tactics. I think Pierce might have had a plan to get Babcock out of the way, to get Bumpy out of the way, and then Ryan was an accomplice, and then he wanted to take all of the all of the money and or credit or hair uh, from Ryan. Stabbed him. <laughs> I don't think Bobby's a very good detective. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the best in the business. (laughs) The best this yacht can buy. Um, Yes. I'm a very private detective because uh, I spend most of my time in privacy with no cases. (laughs) Okay. What's the the so-called evidence you have? All of the blood on his hands. Show me your hands, Pierce. Mm. Ryan, bloodless. Pierce, bloodless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, what do we do now? Do we? Well, hold on. Oh, I think we, still, we, have, <laughs> we have a lot of evidence to give out still. So I think we should give out evidence first, and then we can determine who is the murderer. Okay, okay, okay. I want to. My evidence that I'm going to give. I think there's there's two poems. So I loved all the poems, but I was especially impressed by Piers and Hannah. So I want to give Hannah a starfish. That no matter where you put it, it just says, help me, help me. I just realized I saw that joke from Ryan from a long time ago. But anyway. What? <laughs> as soon as I said, help me, I was like, wait, where, where, where? <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Anyway, so no, you have a starfish. Uh, my, the starfish that like points north at all times. <laughs> okay. It's like always points north. <laughs> the compass starfish. The north starfish. <laughs> yeah. North starfish. I'm giving you a North Starfish. North Starfish. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Piers, I'm giving you Foghorn Leghorn. The Foghorn Leghorn? Yes. Well, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> Smart kid, but not as sharp as a bowling ball. Lord. Oh, wait, uh, Ryan, are you going? Yeah, we, we skipped Ryan. The dead oh, sorry. Oh, bowling ball. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm dead. So no points. <laughs> you still get no points. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I you see my body is like down on the ground though, and it's like got the chalk outline around it and everything, and my fingers are pointing at uh, Bobby and Piers. <laughs> and to you guys, I, I want to give both of you guys. I want to give you guys these uh, shuffleboard sticks. Uh, <laughs> And uh, because I really, both of you guys did what I was trying to do in my poem, but just a lot better. Bobby, you had really good alliteration and Piers found, you found so many better rhymes for Mickey than I did. <laughs> yeah, those were really good. So go ahead and take these shuffleboard sticks and, uh, you know, whoever shuffles the board farthest uh, gets the most points. <laughs> and Ryan, we started talking about a body and a chalk outline. I just pictured... A body in the chalk outline, but making like the telephone symbol up next to their ear. <laughs> it's just like on the ground, like this. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
Beyond the grave. I like that. I was going to say, if you were pointing at us in the truck outline, I would just simply take a few steps out of the path yeah. of the, the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was pointing the... at the the stabbers when he died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> walked the away. Who conveniently <laughs> stayed put until the detectives arrived to outline the body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Who is responsible for outlining the body? Hmm. <laughs> I don't think we have the same thing Yeah, nice you're pointing yeah. to Hannah. <laughs> right. You're literally well, pointing to to no one on mine. <laughs> I was I was I, in my poem I accused Mickey of of murdering. So I'm, I was pointing at Mickey. Oh. Okay. Uh Ryan Sorry. points in your in your uh your left hand up. <laughs> I think it's your right. No, oh, other hand. Other hand. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Doing that is right on my screen. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so right, maybe he moved my hands after he chalk outlined me. He moved them. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Or took them, and it was Hannah. <laughs> God damn it! That is obviously Ooh, not my Emma. Fingers and toes. <laughs> fingers and toes. Now if it was sweet, uh, we know who it'd be. Bobby, I want to. I want to give Her you points, Bobby, for your yeah your alliterative poem. It was very nice to listen to. You oh. babble on, you know. You went ahead and oh. accused me, like everyone else. Uh, That's true. How did it all come back on Mickey? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, so I want to give you this. Uh, uh, you have a shuffleboard stick, but on the other hand, I think you should have a swabbing mop. So you can shuffleboard in one hand and mop in the other. You can feel like the Bruce Campbell <laughs> Gives you an advantage because you get the shuffleboard nice and slick first. Yeah, you wax it up. Just try and stop it. <laughs> on, the, on the subject of your alliteration, from one lover of bees to another, that was quite a lot of bees. Yeah. <laughs> See? Gotta throw the bees in there. I was inspired, though. I was inspired by your, your moth poem from the Haunted Manor episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> That was an amazing poem. That was a fun episode. That. that was a good one. The more the more that we do that have like dead bodies and like scary things, <laughs> <laughs> you know, haunted manners, people from beyond the grave. Well, okay, Bobby, I know you're carrying a lot at this point. Both your hands are full, but I would like to award you uh, this beautiful bouncing baby boy, your new yeah. child. An infant for you to Aww. bottle feed. And to <laughs> bring it, up zero, Mrs. really. It's Mrs. Cox un, uh, newborn Jesus. baby. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, right. An infant. Wait, wait. You found that on a boat? They're just lying around. Yeah, they were in the bilge. Yeah. <laughs> they were bobbing in the bilge. And I <laughs> bundled them up and brought them upstairs. What a beautiful baby. This uh, yacht party was actually a gender reveal party for uh, Mr. Bowdy and Mrs. Babcock. Oh, there's some forest fires. Yeah. And they both die. <laughs> they both die, but the baby survived. But they died before they could reveal the gender, so now we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. It started a wildfire and everyone died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're on a boat, and yet there is still a wildfire <laughs> from it. <laughs> It's so like Free Willy too when the water catches fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's just so much oil in the water that it just got on fire. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Free Willy 2. Oh, Electric. Man. Electric. <laughs> Electric Beluga 2. Mm. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I was looking for it two years. I couldn't find it, but you found it. <laughs> I was like, Baleen. What is it? else do we I'm gonna give Unless I have a Google Orca, which is not as good. <laughs> I'm gonna give Bobby a tiny little handgun. Oh, like you know those ones? Not not for the baby, but for you. Like the the tiny ones that like have a like a pocket pistol. Like a derringer. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, one of those like sure. the ones yeah. around your ankle or your hip or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like a little little inklet gun. Oh. And it, and but like from the forties, obviously it's all cool and stuff. Does it come with with an anklet to wear around your ankle? Yeah, and can can you just imagine Bobby in like high heels and like red <laughs> high heels, and also has a tiny little anklet pistol? Can I? How cool! <laughs> <laughs> don't need. To I don't imagine. have to imagine that. <laughs> well, that's on the internet. <laughs> It's uh, OnlyFans backslash Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> is, I hear Bobby. Bobby. My new like, dream. Bobby, Bobby was the <laughs> Bobby's bathwater. <laughs> that was such a weird episode. Bobby's bubble bath. Bobby's bubble bath. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's I'm done. That's everyone. That's it. Okay, that's three rounds over, three rounds awarded. Mickey, who's taking home this smoking gun? Well, I'll tell you who's not taking it home. In last place currently, with just a single anchor, is myself. I am the least guilty person among you all. <laughs> so take that for accusing me. Uh, ooh, next up, I think we have a tie for fourth place here, maybe. Uh, Hannah, you've got a fire axe, a rapid inflation boat. And the North Starfish. Nice. Uh, and Ryan's got a sugar bowl, honey, and a lay that makes you woozy. So you guys both have three things both tied there. Uh, and next up, Piers. The next least suspicious. You have a bell on a rope, a rat trap, foghorn, leghorn, and a shuffleboard stick. Uh, but tonight, it's always the ones you least suspect. Bobby, a nautical bucket, a serrated blade, Shuffleboard stick, a mop, a bouncing baby boy, and a tiny anklet gun. Retribution. You're the most suspicious. I'm the most suspicious. You know, last time I was imprisoned and for being a good mayor. You know, <laughs> house painter. I, this feels good. This feels good. I feel suspicious. <laughs> Congratulations. Right. I mean, it feels right. Congratulations to me. Uh, I am sorry to anyone about this uh, smoking guns, nasty smoking habit. I've I've given it a uh, Nicorette, I've given it the patches, but you know, it doesn't have mouth and it doesn't have patience. <coughs> that will be the Coast Guard coming to take me away. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that is the Coast Guard. They're actually not taking Bobby away. They're not? Uh uh-uh. uh. Why not? Bobby is not the murderer. <gasps> They're not, I'm, I'm not. No. One, two, three. <gasps> They're not. He's not. Nope. I'm not. Then who? 
I suspected wrongly in round two, believing it'd only be Ryan, because he accused me of having a beard and the beards are bad, but it's actually that was just my own bias getting in the way. But then Ryan was killed by his own bees or a stabbing, perhaps. He was just a red herring. The killer only led us to believe it was Ryan. But then the killer got too close. And Ryan, well, he saw too much. I then started thinking, who was cold-hearted enough to bump off our beloved Ryan? And then I thought of the evidence. The rag, the poison, the <gasps> gunshot noise. <clears throat> the real murderer is none other than Hannah. <gasps> but, but Hannah. That's right. Hannah, why did you do it? That's right, I did it. Killed <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Hannah? Why? You know, I really don't have a good reason. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> what about Mr. Bowdy and Bowdy. Mrs. Babcock? No reasons for that. Okay, you know what? They were so rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about me behind my back. Ouch. <laughs> they deserved it. Hannah used the <laughs> possessed by an ancient Babylonian demon defense. Well, thank you, Piers. You were my my you were my uh, companion. <laughs> now we can um, get on our lifeboat and swim away. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna stay on the, the main boat. I'm not. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you know what? Well, oh, the Coast Guard's here. Well, it's, it's too late because my, my inflatable little lifeboat just Stop right there. popped up and um, I'm getting Stop on right there. there. <laughs> Stop right there. Get off that lifeboat. <laughs> we're, uh, like we're the Coast Guard. It just gets blown wherever the winds take you. You'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, never catch me alive, Stopper. <laughs> Never take me alive. <laughs> uh, we're the Coast Guard. We're here to pick up a uh, a Mr. Durer. Is there a Mr. Durer around? Uh, I think you're you're missing you. Me? No. Um, you <laughs> are Durer. Oh my God! A murderer? Hey man, I'm just the Coast Guard. I didn't sign up for this. That's okay. Hannah, we'll go quietly. Isn't that right, Hannah? You better not be getting stabby on me. (laughs) I can't hear anything you're saying. Bye. Jesus. She's gotten so far away. Hey, you know what? Maybe if if Piers had never given me a lifeboat, then we wouldn't be in the situation. (laughs) Damn it, he is your accomplice. All right. Piers, you're going to have to go in Hannah's stead. (laughs) <laughs> I offered Piers I told you to get on my boat but no <laughs> alright well I just don't believe in the Coast Guard uh, locking up prisoners I don't think the carceral logic of the uh, the sea police is the, is the way to go <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just doing my job man just doing my job alright well uh, what a wild night that was huh but don't worry everybody <laughs> Well, you might not be going away red-handed, uh, except for Ryan, who's bloody-handed. No one who goes away empty-handed on late-night poems. Tonight, each of our runner opponents will be going away with a Hercule, or sorry, Hercules Hercule dolls. He's got rippling muscles, a toga, and a pointy mustache. He's adorable. He's Hercules Hercule. Little Poirot. Little Poirot. That's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to tonight's poemist, Tana Collins. 
Ryan Sprinkle, Mr. Bodie, and Mr. Bowdy, rather, Mrs. Babcock, and our special guest tonight, Piers Rippey. A quick reminder that Piers's work can be found on dorzabrevia.space, and a new book by the esteemed poet Robert Torres will be coming out sometime this February. Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? Of course, even though Hannah's already parted ways. Uh, we've all departed the Portland spirit, some of us in spirit. So to say farewell, everyone will tell us what they plan to do now in the most suspicious of ways possible. Bobby? I'm just going to go into your kitchen and get a small glass of water, and then I'll be out. Isn't that how we uh, became detecting partners in the first place? That's <laughs> true. That's true. I was so thirsty. Came in looking like a tall glass of water. Right. <laughs> Uh, all right. How about Damn. you, Ryan? I'm just going to haunt all of you. I'm going to possess <laughs> your objects around your house and move them places that you don't expect them to be. Uh, I'm going to stack all your chairs upside down on top of your table, and I'm going to uh, make all of your radios play creepy songs that line up into weird snippets of phrases that sound like, I see you and I love you. <laughs> Sounds like a delightful uh, sitcom. Where anytime a table is upside down, we say, oh, Ryan. That's Ryan. <laughs> uh, how about you, Piers? Oh, don't mind me. I'm just going to be heading up to the upper deck to suntan with six to eight towels and a huge uh, pump action dispenser of suntan lotion. What? That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I'm uh, glad I uh, jumped on that lifeboat and. Hannah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now? I'm gonna be relaxing on this lifeboat, and sooner or later, I will be. I'll go uh, get a cabin in the woods um, and live innocently, as you can read in my on my name here that I'm innocent. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say in your uh, autobiography, I didn't kill Ryan, but if I had killed Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> that's my. <laughs> if I done did it, the Hannah Collins story. Oh yes, I had actually a similar I plan an idea. I'm going to retire and uh, take off to the woods to be alone. I'm going to build a cabin right next to Hannah's and just stare out my window every day. Oh, Always. It's just so sad that your wife murdered three people. I mean, supposedly murdered three people. Allegedly. Still innocent. <laughs> uh, but there you have it, folks. It turns out the worst murder of all was us murdering poetry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye now. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. Find out more at deepoverstock.com.